Ladies and gentlemen, what's up, BC? Welcome back to another podcast. When will you start doing what you love is what I named it, right? Interesting name because a lot can be discussed in regards to this subject. What if right now you're doing something you don't love? What if the career that you chose falls in that category, right? What if you enjoy, really enjoy doing things that have nothing to do with your career? Well, we're going to discuss it today. Huge shout out to the WGR, right? Colton and all his people. I just spoke at their event this weekend. And I'm bringing that up here to start because this thing is malleable, right? What you love can evolve and change along with you because you're not static. You're dynamic as a being, right? You evolve, you grow, you change, right? You don't stay the same. Therefore, your interests and your desires and your loves can change for what you do and what you like. Case in point, I used to be really into cars. I still love cars and I'm into them, just not like before, which is why I sold the Lambo and all that shit. And people forget, dude, I bought a Lambo five, six years ago and I had that shit for three years. Like I've already been there and done that. Way past that, right? Back then, obsessed. Now, not so much. But this event this weekend reminded me of this. I love getting up and speaking in front of people. There was about 100 people in person and probably, I don't know, 150 people, 200 people on Zoom, right? I was on stage. What to me seemed like another speech I'm doing, right? Just the reactions I'm getting, the messages I'm getting. It impacts people and I enjoy it. I enjoy the moment. I enjoy the impact that it has and how much it helps people. I mean, I got people coming up to me after the speech giving me fucking hugs. So I appreciate them, and I appreciate doing that. It's fucking fun, dude. Years ago, I would have never even thought that I would have been on stage or enjoyed it. We change. We grow. But as you're growing and developing those things that you love, do you actually partake in those activities? Because I'm going to... I'm going to unravel that a little bit because you may be in a temporary position right now where you don't, you don't enjoy it, but that's okay. I'm doing what I love and I've identified it. So that's number one is identify. And for many of you, you need to really go out there and lock horns with life and figure out what you enjoy or within what you're doing. But let's say you have something you don't like, like for a lot of people in the sales space and real estate space, man, <clears throat> I hate talking to people. I don't like going door to door. I don't like cold calling. How about you find something within that to make it enjoyable? Whether it's what you're going to receive at the end of it, whether it's focusing on something in the moment that you can really uh, draw from it. Like one thing that really blew my mind. One thing that really blew my mind about uh, you know going door to door and cold calling is it blew my mind the fact that I could be talking to somebody, be a complete stranger at their doorstep, make a connection with them, get their phone number and information within 30 seconds or a minute. And I've, I've had interactions where I get all that information faster than that. That to me blew my mind. I was like, yo. And then I, that can turn into an appointment that makes me 10, 15, 20, 30, 40, 50, dollars depending on the price of the property, right? But I can do that from a phone call or going door to door with a complete fucking stranger. That's nuts. It's fucking mental. That switch in the perspective changed it so even though in the beginning for me it was still a daunting task still cool right now my focus has shifted within it and i found something within that 
undesirable action or thing that I have to do that made it enjoyable or at least changed the perspective to where it didn't affect me negatively or as much negatively anymore, right? Because you're in that position or you may be in a position right now where you have a career that's going to be a stepping stone to where you want to get or anything in between. Maybe you're working a job right now for a year or two to save up money to then become an entrepreneur or whatever it is. Well, you're going to have to learn to enjoy that shit. And one thing that I did was I always told myself, I don't care who I work for. I'm going to give 100%. I'm going to be the best fucking employee. Why? Because that same attitude is going to show up when you're an entrepreneur. Do you really think you're going to be a shitty employee for somebody else and then be a rock star entrepreneur? It doesn't work that way. That's not the way it works. You can't half-ass over here and then be a badass over there. It goes back to the oldest cliche saying, one of them in self-help, how you do anything is how you do everything. And that's the stuff that I pay attention to with people. That's the stuff I pay attention to when I'm interviewing somebody or when I'm sizing people up for my organization or whatever it is, is I listen and I pay attention to those things. Because if you were a clown before, odds are, even though you may change, you're probably still going to be a clown now. More than likely. It's very rare that people make those crazy changes where they were like a complete degenerate and now they're like an angel is it possible sure but does that happen often not really not really right i've brought in people who had the raw material that i've built up sure but i've never brought somebody in who was like the opposite lazy right didn't want to do anything and then all of a sudden they became a no it never it never works that way because i've brought in people too and i think man when you're around me, you're with my team, you're a coaching student or whatever it is, bro, you're in one of the best communities, you're in one of the best environments, you're getting access to amazing fucking information. If you can't thrive in that, bro, you can't thrive anywhere. I'm sorry, but that's on you because in those moments, any example that I gave, the success is on you, not anybody else. That's on you. If you're somebody who wants to learn basketball and you want to be in the NBA and Michael Jordan helps you, you're going to give it your all. But if Michael Jordan teaches you and you're going to show up and half-ass and not pay attention, it doesn't matter that he's teaching you. You're still going to suck. But you don't want to be there. You don't want to be the best. That's the problem there. That's the issue. It's you. Right? And, and that's becoming a big problem right now. And I see this being permeated through the fabric of society as less and less people taking accountability and responsibility for their situation. And I don't care what it is. Personal, diet, lifestyle, finances. Dude, it's on you. It's on you. You know how many people walk the same path that I walked and have failed? Virtually all of them. What's the difference? Me. Not that I'm special. It was my discipline, my commitment, my effort. Where I paid money, they refused to pay money. Where I put in extra time, they refused to put the extra time. Where I diligently worked on my skills, they refused to do that. That's the difference. Those things and many more. That's the difference. And what seemed like the most unenjoyable things, just like the theme of this podcast, I found a way to make them enjoyable. You don't like door knocking and cold calling? Find a partner and buddy up with them and make it fun. Make it a challenge. Push each other. Throw money in a pot for the loser, right? Up the ante. That's how you make it fun, right? You, but you got to get involved and you got to get your creative juices flowing. It's not just going to happen out of nothing. But that's the first example. Many of you enjoy things like me that have nothing to do with your career. Speaking technically, yeah, I guess you could say it's a part of my career now, but that's as of recent. It wasn't in the beginning. 
You know, even doing free speeches, I enjoy and I do them all the time. Speaking for kids, high school, elementary, right? Colleges, universities, organizations. I do that shit all the time. I enjoy that shit. And every time I do it again, I'm like, oh, dude, because this has probably been the longest spell that I haven't done a speech between my last one and my friend's event here in Utah, the WGR event. I think I'd gone like a month and a half or two months, something like that. Around two months, we'll call it without speaking. And I was like, oh, man, I forgot how much I missed this shit. And actually, Colton, you screwed me, bro. I was supposed to get two sessions. You only gave me one. I was ready to speak for hours, right? Anyways, though. Um, it's fun, dude. There's certain things that you enjoy, like the physical, the dominance, the physical prowess, right? Like me doing calisthenics. Like I have to do something uh, competitive like that. Playing basketball, right? Doing calisthenics, boxing. Like I enjoy those things. And when I don't do them, I miss them. I like doing them. So I incorporate them into my week. I do calisthenics three times a week. I still box like once or once or twice a week, most of the time, unless I'm like super fatigued or busy. Like today and tomorrow, I'm on Zoom meetings and I'm doing a lot for my business side. So I'm not going to box probably for like two days, but that's okay. I'll still get in some kind of workout though, because that is a integral part and foundational item of something that I love. And I always make the time to do what you love has to be priority to you. Where a lot of people fuck up to is they've allowed their addictions to become their love. These have to be things that are self-created, not some addiction that's some impulse that you can't control. For a lot of people saying, oh, well, I love drinking. Well, you don't really love drinking, most of you. Very few of you are like wine connoisseurs or something like that. Most of you are just fucking alcoholics and you mask it with saying, oh, I love drinking. No, you don't. No, you don't. You're a fucking addict. Let's call it like it is. You can't control yourself and you have to drink two, three nights a week. Let's be real. So if you have all these things that are detrimental to you, oh, I love doing this and I love doing it. Well, yeah, I mean, you got to take a step back and say, well, these things that I love, in quotes, are killing me. So the more the human being is engaged with these things, they either find the enjoyment in it or they're doing something or some of those things that they love, they get more in that flow state, which is what people want because you're in alignment with yourself internally, which is uh, something that I touched on, right? Uh, this last weekend in my speech, the more you're aligned externally and internally, the better you function and the higher you function as a human being, because that needs to be your goal to function at the highest level as a human being. The more you do that, you go up the emotional tone scale, your productivity increases, your happiness increases, socially you're more open and all these things that you want naturally start to happen because you've hit the natural rhythm of what a human being is supposed to live like. We've gotten away from that with modern day activities. Everything on the phone, sitting at home all day, not exercising, right? Not reading and educating ourselves, zombieing out on TV and, and YouTube and all that garbage. That's not how a human being is supposed to live. Look at most apartment complexes and places we live. They're like prisons, right? Even aesthetically, right? Everything is all minimalist, this and that. It's not beautiful. You go outside, you admire the sun and the clouds and the beauty of nature. That's beautiful. It's not minimalist. So even that to our eyes and our sensory organs and pieces as a human being, it's not as satisfying. That's why you should go for a walk or go out, right? Take a walk. 
walk barefoot in the grass and on the ground, right? And magnetically, that's going to make you feel better and ground you with the earth, right? There's a lot of little things you can do, right? I'm not going to cover all those things on this podcast, but get out there. Get back to what the natural rhythm is of being a human being, not sitting at home on your ass drinking fucking beers and bullshitting. Let's grow up here, right? You're not going to be a gazillionaire and then be a slob. Those things don't go together. And many of the things that, that we love, like I touched on earlier, many people aren't even in touch with themselves to really know and identify what do I actually love? Is it hanging out with some friends and conversating? That might be something you love. Well, you better be doing it often. You can't do that once a month. You better do it at least once or twice a week. If you love playing chess, play chess. You love working on your car, work on your fucking car. These things that you love to do, do them. Why aren't you not doing them? Now, let's say you're in a position where you say, well, I want to work on my car. I don't have the time. I work all day. Well, now you're incentivized to accelerate your career and success. That way you afford yourself and grant yourself the time through your success to work on your car. That's how you do it. That's how you do it. So that should motivate you specifically very much so to start doing the things that you need to do to get ahead in these things that you're doing in order to grant you the freedom, the financial freedom, the time freedom to work on your car or go golf or do whatever it is that you want to do. You don't do those things and neglect your career, right? Get to a point where you can take care of yourself with what you've built with the spark and motivation of, I want to do that to get you there, right? It's really that simple, but you first have to identify what those things are. That was the key that I brought up in the beginning of the podcast. You have to identify those things. Now the plan begins and you reverse engineer and you do all the basic stuff like I've been talking about for 10 years. But what do you actually love? Get real with yourself about that. What do you really enjoy? Forget what anybody would say, I would say, or anybody else would judge what you said. Admit it to yourself, write it down, announce it, and then do what you got to do to do that stuff more and engage in and with what you love, period. Because what you love and what you want to do in your fulfillment and your ability to operate at the highest level as a human being has nothing to do with other people and their opinions about it and what they have to say about it. It really doesn't. That's where you start messing up your own issue. As you say, I'm this, and then when someone says, ew, you want to change it. I really could care less what people think about my core values and all that. It's not for them. It's for me. Why would I care? Oh, I don't agree with that. Good for you, bro. You're not me. Move it along. You don't have to hang out with me. We don't have to be friends. That's fine. You're another human being. You stay over there. I'll stay over here. But you not liking it is not going to stop me or you not agreeing with it is not going to stop me from doing what I want to do. That's where we mess up. You allow the world and everyone to have a higher opinion and input on what you want to do, who you are, where you want to go, what you want to be, you let them have more input and validity in your life than yourself. In what world does that fucking make sense? I love doing this. Oh, you're a loser. Someone will say that. And then you'll stop doing what you love because some random asshole said you're a loser. Again, in what world does that make sense? It doesn't. But again, 
look at ourselves internally. We want to supplicate. We want to appease everybody. We want to be the nice guy. Why? It doesn't get you anywhere except for this perpetual wheel, right? And never-ending suffering that just happens over and over, right? It's this vicious cycle, right? That keeps happening over and over. And you want to break from it. Well, break from it, my friends. But that's going to be something that you do. Because myself or someone else can open the door to that. But ultimately, you're the one that has to walk through it and do what you need to do to break free from that. Because that's a poisonous thought process that will keep you stuck where you're at in the mud. It's mental. It's internal. Internally, you must shift in order for the outside to change. This is where people have it messed up. They keep dealing with the surface level stuff. I'm just going to think a little bit differently. I'm going to do some different actions, right? The environment. Yeah, that's great. But you have to do it internally. Your belief system, your identity, all that stuff has to begin to shift for you to now on the surface and externally do these things and do them consistently and actually change, have long lasting real change, not this temporary change that doesn't last, which is how most people go. They go in circles. Change a little bit, fall back. Change a little bit, fall back. Change a little bit, fall back. You don't want to get caught up in that cycle. That's 99% of people who bitch and complain about their job every day, but they haven't done anything for 10 years. I don't want to be them. I want to start doing, like I named this uh, podcast, I want to start doing what I love and continue to do it. And then more things that I love doing that more and 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 more. See, now that puts a smile on my face. Now that makes me happier. Now I'm enjoying life more. Isn't this what we want? Or in the temporary sacrifices and suffering, I find joy in that, that then leads me to never-ending, everlasting joy in whatever it is that I wanted to do with that temporary sacrifice. But if I have the, the foresight to be able to see that and the vision to identify that, we're good to go now. Then I can make it through the tough times, the building phase or whatever you want to call it, right? Now, for many of you on the business side, get a mentor. That compresses it. I've been offering my services to people to help them. Now, if you want to come up with the excuses about why you don't want to sign up or it's too much or you don't think I'm that good, I don't care. But then in the next breath, don't tell me you want to get better and you love my stuff and this and that and you're committed. Well, step up then. If not, do something else or don't say anything and be happy with what you have. It's that simple. It really is. And you have to decide, what are you going to do? Are you going to walk this path and start doing things that you love? Or are you going to be like everybody else? Because there's a clear divide there. There's no little middle ground for people. Just so people know, you're either at one end of the spectrum or the other. You're doing what you love. You're enjoying life. You're making money and things are good. Or you're at the opposite end. Because even that okay in the middle doesn't exist. But even if it does, because this thing is dynamic, that's always ever shifting. It never stays the same. And even if you were there theoretically and you argue for it, why would you want to be there? That's no man's land. That's no man's land. You're one, you're one mistake or disaster away from destruction and misery. Do something. All right? Cool. That's it for this one, guys. Appreciate you tuning in. Go to the new website. Get signed up. Schedule your strategy call. Check out everything we have to offer. And uh, I'll see you on the next one. Peace.